This is live from the convent podcast 28. It's like it washes it all away, all of the sin, and then you can start again. Watching you. See, I told you they come out during this type of weather. Do you think anyone's ever found a poltergeist annoying as opposed to terrifying? It's like the sky's pissed itself, isn't it? Like it's been on some wild night out and it's come back to its own bedroom and it's not bothered. It doesn't want to get up and go to the toilet. So it pisses itself and says, fuck it, I'll clean up in the morning. Rain makes me think of stalking and murders. Join you in the bed. I guess I can't really refuse you, and the last thing that I want to do is piss you off. I guess you won't really take up that much room because you're a spirit and not a physical being. Because I'm quite fussy, I like to stretch out and really enjoy the whole bed. I said, move over. The problem with water is it's got a really long memory. I mean really long, mate. What the pharaohs did after lights out, you don't want to know. Oh my lord, they were such filth bags. And I don't say this lightly. Lorraine doesn't give a shit about discretion. People's dirty laundry on display. Lorraine is worse for it at about 4.42am. You think you've heard dirty truths, people's secrets. Poets go on about the pitter-patter of rain as they drift off to sleep. More like putting your pillow over your ears to drown out the cesspool of iniquity that is the rain's potty mouth. My neighbour masturbates to a picture of a Swiss roll, mate. 
because I didn't want to know this, but the rain told me. I didn't have a say in the matter. I was trying to go to sleep. Unfortunately, the rain knows everything about everyone and I can understand its language. Maybe I was a stream or a river in a previous life. As I said, water has a really long memory, as long and as old as the earth. And water just happens to be the town gossip bitch. Psychotherapists and counsellors go on about people opening up, their patients opening up. It's opening up and it's talking. It's talking a lot. And it's telling on everybody. It's got such a big burden. And that is everybody's business. Everybody in the whole world's business. It's not the everyday stuff. It's the really, I wouldn't call it juicy, because there'd be some element of enjoying hearing these things, if I called it juicy. I would say it's torturous. And I've learned through the rain that people are so depraved. I mean, off the scale, depraved. The only thing I can compare it to is that child in the Sixth Sense film. And he says, I see dead people. But for me, I hear people's secrets through the rain. And I've told you once and I'll, I'll tell you again. I don't want to know. I want to get a good night's sleep. Are you the white people from a bush on rainy nights? They're walking home. I loved it when they got all wet. They looked like mermaids and mermen. It always wetted my appetite. That's really nice. That's that's really nice. You're quite the talkative poltergeist, aren't you? I mean, are we actually going to get to go to sleep or what? The most terrifying thing is when a dirty, sneaky raindrop squeezes itself through a minuscule hair-width gap in my single glaze window and falls right into my ear. A fat drop of gossip vomiting rain. I got blackmailed once. It said it would tell everybody about a pimple I have growing between my ass cheeks. It said it would do this unless I collected it in a cup and put it into the freezer because it said it wants to hang around with the freezer drops because they're cooler. How infantile a want. I thought rain would have more class than that. It rained all over my room that night. How it gleans your truth is by falling all over 
single private personal fact. Sliming and dripping all over it until it knows it. And then it brings it off back to the rivers and seas, the clouds. Never leaves the earth. Becomes part of the world's furnishings until I've passed on and then it'll find somebody just like me and then it'll pollute their mind. It's quite like when you have a shower in your bathroom, like a baptism and you become new. No matter what age we are, we can rebrand, renew. The shiny new as in shop bought. Thankfully, some of the secrets are remotely ordinary and expected. Most of the men's consist of, I want a harem, And is it possible to pick my nose away? And most of the women's, however, managed to have six affairs without him finding out. I won't disclose the thousand niches of depravity. But I'm sure you could imagine well enough what people do and what they ask in the privacy of their own bedrooms of the internet. If I'm gullible enough to open my eyes on any given rainy night, I can see a hologram of internet searches because it likes to give me visual as as well as the audio. I lie next to my boyfriend and I feel so guilty. I can't tell him that there's no such thing and that it's all a lie. It's like telling your eldest child there's no Santa Claus. No, can't do that to him. He goes in there with a magazine or a book and maybe an hour will pass, you know? It's his time. Who am I to ruin it? You know the way children will leave a tooth under their pillow? What do you think he leaves out for the toilet fairy? He's a good man, really gets so excited when he opens the door to the bathroom in the morning and the place is gleaming, gleaming. It's thrilling to see others so thrilled. I've always been like that. It's a mystery and it's magic. That doesn't happen these days, he says. I even went to the library and created a backstory and sold the legend of the toilet fairy hard 
to my boyfriend. He believed me because he so wanted to believe me. And we decided to book a holiday following the toilet fairy history trail. All the boys who go to the pub with him of a Wednesday dragged their girlfriends and wives along too. Because they all think this toilet fairy is so amazing. One question burning in their minds was, is she hot? I always answered with, even if she were hot, would you want to touch her after what she does for a living? She's a fairy, I get shouted down. What is that even supposed to mean, I ask. She's always sparkling. It's not like she uses the cleaning products from a supermarket. Paired with rubber gloves, okay? She has a different method. It's a flick of a wand set up. Oh, I nod. And I stand corrected. When you imagine her... What do you see? I'm very curious to know how you picture her. And they answer, blonde. Definitely blonde. Petite. She's a fairy after all. Graceful. Some fatty contributes. I don't know why, but... Big tits, another guy says. All right, of course. All of those things would have to be the case with the toilet fairy. And looking as irresistible as she does with her freshly manicured hands, would you lick her fingers? Toilet fairies are born exactly that. Toilet fairies. They gravitate towards toilets and wait patiently for every member of a household to go to sleep before they get started. Just before they are brought into being and they are being ushered along the twinkle birth highway really fast by a midwife fairy there is the flapping spattering toilet seat she stays spick and span no matter what there are simply not enough toilets to be cleaned in the world unfortunately a toilet fairy's powers fall short on not being able to pick up busy train station toilets on their radars. This is usually down to the highly caked up nature of these highly trafficked contraptions. Luckily, they have little cute mystical animal companions that sniff these train station toilets out. 
crud bunnies. Hi, I'm a crud bunny and I sniff train station toilets. Ouch. And I don't mind. It's fun for me. And it's happy for me. I like hanging around with toilet fairies. And we have so much fun. Some of the things I like are the sprinkles on ice creams. And I like other bunnies because they're cute. And they're fluffy to snuggle up to. I also like um, kittens and um, puppies. Yeah. I like puppies ears because they're happy and they're floppy. Baby bunnies are also cute. I have a friend and they're a babier bunny than me. And actually, they're here. Baby bunny, come here. Talking to this. Talking to this team here. And this baby bunny's in training for the train station toilets. I just want to know when the rain is going to realise that I'm not a dump site for it to dump all its crap on. I'm a human being. I need my privacy. And I haven't slept in over a year. I sleep during the day. Sleeping during the day would be fine for most jobs, only I'm an air traffic controller. So your plane is coming into my airport and... You might be screwed, mate. I'll try to confuse the rain. So I'll walk in one spot and it will look to anyone who's watching or to the rain who's been a dick. But I'm going to continue on in this direction. But then I'll jump really quickly to the left. 17 steps. And I think it's not going to know. I'm going to jump 17 steps left. But you might not believe me when I tell you, but I've never caught the rain out. It's razor-sharp smart. You can try all you want, or you can try jumping 17 steps to the right. In the night, on the windscreen of my car when I'm driving, I see the faces of passes by from the street as I'm stopped in traffic a red light and then the refraction through the drop a face of a man who checked me out or that I checked out or a woman 
who I thought, I don't like your face, and I don't like the way you're looking at me. End of podcast.